Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the 2019 Embodied Astrology Horoscopes. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. The audio recording you're about to hear contains a 15 to 20 minute summary of the year ahead. Please make sure to listen to the horoscope for your rising sign, as this will be the most accurate. If you don't know your rising sign, you can get a free chart at astro.com. You can also listen to your sun sign horoscope for information on soul-centered themes and your moon sign horoscope for information on relationships and family. These horoscopes are given with an emphasis on self-growth and personal awareness. My hope is that they'll provide you with inspiration and support to live your life authentically, to build relationships that are deeply nourishing, to pursue work in the world that is fulfilling, and to recognize and live into the ways you uniquely can participate in shifting our collective consciousness towards greater compassion and healing for all beings and for the planet we share. If you enjoy your horoscopes and want to learn more about astrology, please check out my website, embodiedastrology.com, and the post for this episode where you can find 2019 affirmations for all 12 signs and a link to my podcast where I'll give a longer report on astrological themes for the upcoming year, as well as a guided meditation to support your journey through the year. Additionally, I offer monthly Zodiac journals for astrology students and enthusiasts. We're about halfway through Capricorn season now, and Aquarius season is just around the corner. These journals will help you plan for the upcoming month by giving you detailed information about the season, lunar cycles, and planetary transits. The journals are available for single purchase, but they're also given for free to my monthly subscribers. You can subscribe at any amount per month from the site by clicking the Donate and Subscribe button. Finally, for those of you who really want to work with your personal astrology this year, check out my 2019 Year Ahead online class, available from the shop on embodiedastrology.com. This class includes a detailed presentation on planetary transits and aspects in 2019, and will teach you to apply this information directly to your own natal chart. Along with the recorded content, you'll receive a package of easy-to-follow handouts and worksheets, a 2019 lunar calendar and planetary aspect guide, and suggestions for personal practices to survive and thrive in the year ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Embodied Astrology. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, Pisces. Happy 2019. Thank you so much for listening. Well, looking at your charts for this upcoming year, I feel really excited about the ways that you're growing into your life. And this year especially, there's a lot of opportunity for you to expand and improve and grow in the way that you are as an adult, as a professional, um, as a person with a purpose here in the world. So for some of you, this is going to mean your career. For others of you, this is more of a vocation, which is not always the same as a career, but it is really the thing that you feel that you're here to do. This is an area that is ripe for growth. There are new horizons for you to explore. There are new opportunities for you to open up to and expand with. I really want to encourage any of you that have been thinking about ways that you can grow in your businesses and your professionalism um, to try out those things that you've been thinking of. If you've been thinking about making changes, maybe um, pursuing some kind of new avenue news, this will be a year to really look into what that is going to take and to research it, study it, and begin to implement uh, some of those changes. Now, as we go through the year, there may be times when this growth or 
the instinct that you have or the opportunities that you have to expand feels like it conflicts a little bit with your ideas about who you are. So if you've built up a a particular identity around something and you're feeling a desire to grow in a different direction, um, there might be some friction and that is not at all a bad thing. It is a time for you to figure out how to hold on to what's the most important, let go of what's unimportant, and live into the next evolution of who you're going to be. Particularly in January, June, and September of 2019, these are months where you're going to need to be doing some assessing and reassessment of your identity and your work or how you're living into yourself, Um, the kind of example that you are, the role model that you are for other people, for younger people, and the way that you're embodying your intentions and your goals. So in January, June, and September, if you can schedule into your plan to give yourself time to really try out different things, to know that these are great months for experimentation, but that they're also months when there might be some friction. It might not be that you fully understand how to do or how to be in the ways that you want to just yet. You're going to have to wrestle with it a little bit. And over the course of 2019, if that's your goal, then by 2020, you'll be getting into something that I think feels a lot more aligned in terms of the way that you want to think into your future. And the idea of future is a place in your life that is undergoing some kind of transformation now and really has been undergoing some transformation for the last 10 years almost. How you feel your efforts disseminate and spread into the larger world is something that I think is actually very important to you at this time. It's not that all of us want to leave a legacy or something like this, but I think most people want to feel that they've lived a life worth living and that they've done the things that they really wanted to do, that they've experienced life in the ways that they longed to experience it, and that they were a good person, that they um, create cause for happiness in others and in the world around them. And this is a theme that's uh, really kind of at the forefront of your attention over the course of 2019 and 2020. How do you aim your efforts and attention towards intention um, that is really at the core of your desires? You want to cut away any kinds of superfluous activities or diversions of your attention that kind of end up wasting your time a little bit. This can include friends. Um, It may be that you've already gone through several cycles of friend cleanouts, and this year you continue to clarify what kinds of relationships and social interactions you want to have. It's really important that you're spending your time with people who help you get clearer who help you align with the ways that you want to be and with people who evoke or provoke um, you into a state of being that is the type of person or is the way of being that you want to live into. That's the um, kind of 
grown up you want to be. Um, so over the course of 2019 and 2020, you are restructuring a lot. You're restructuring your intentions and thinking differently about the future and your place in it or your impact in it. This naturally will have um, repercussions in all kinds of relationships, but definitely in the ways that you engage in your communities. Um, Your community is your neighborhood and your neighbors. It is the town that you live in and the ways that you're involved in any kinds of um, mm, councils or groups that are somehow like shaping the culture of the place that you live in, you may find that this year and over the course of the next number of years, you naturally want to get a little bit more involved with your immediate local areas. Um, The ways that you could find yourself involved would have to be joyful for you. So you might have a strong political intention. Um, Again, there may be this feeling of working towards some kind of future outcome or idea of the legacy that you leave. But the manner in which you're involving yourself needs to feel joyful. It needs to feel um, like it is the essence of the thing that you want to be. So if you're a person who has deep loves and interests in certain areas, look for groups or collectives in uh, your town, in the place that you live that are involved with those kinds of things, or potentially start your own. Um, This might be a time for you to get involved in neighborhood associations or small town politics, or to feel the ways that you can be an influencer Uh, for the larger world by working with your close-in relationships. Over the course of the next seven years, you might also find that other kinds of close-in relationships change, and um, this could include your siblings as well as your close friends. Um, Even your neighbors, these are the people that you might see every day or have certain kinds of assumptions about, like when we're close to people in this way, especially if they're people that you see daily or if they're people that you've grown up with, there might be certain kinds of things that you take for granted or stop questioning or ways that you expect people to behave. Over the course of the next seven years, this changes. You're around people who are a little bit different. They're shaking things up. Maybe they're changing, growing, and innovating in themselves and then inspiring you to do the same. This goes back to what I was saying previously about getting involved with uh, groups or social networking opportunities in your close-in areas because you also want to engage differently right now. You want to be around people who are exciting. You might need new kinds of friends. You might want to have different types of conversations with your siblings and your neighbors. So relationships in general are a place for you to refine your intentions, to clarify what kind of outcomes you're working for personally, and then to seek to involve yourself with people who have ideas about their lives that are sympathetic with yours, that are kind of on the same page, and to work together with people to make the kinds of changes or bring about the kinds of opportunities that you envision for the world. As we enter into 2019, we're also entering into a nine-year phase that I call 
ego healing. And this is a time when many people are going to be uncovering deeper layers of self-understanding and learning to work with the ways that they've adopted and internalized limiting and negating self-beliefs. For you, this is very important and will figure in strongly in your self-esteem, just pure and simple, but also in your relationship to money and the ways that you're involving yourself with finances and resources. We live in a world that is based on scarcity thinking. That's how capitalism works, is uh, to spread this idea that there is a limited amount of something to increase the demand for it and to encourage people to exploit each other and the environment in order to make the most money for the, the smallest amount of cost. This is an unsustainable ideology. It's unsustainable for our environment. It's extremely destructive for relationships. Um, And it's something that I think a lot of people are recognizing that they don't want to continue with. As we move into 2019 and basically the next decade of the 2020s, how you deal with resources and how you involve yourself with um, wealth and abundance is really a hot topic, a hot theme. So a couple of things that I might say about this. First of all, check in with your own value systems. What is it that's important to you? What do you save? What do you keep? Are you stingy in certain ways? Are you really over flexible? Do you lose money a lot? What is your relationship uh, to wealth and what is it that you, you value and um, try and get more of or hold on to? What you probably want to gear yourself towards is accumulating experiences and potentially possessions um, that really support you becoming an empowered person that feels that they have agency in the world, but understanding that your agency and the ways that you work in the world can't be separated from your belief systems. So a lot of people could take this a lot of different ways. I am making an assumption that if you're listening to this podcast in these horoscopes, that you are holding belief systems that have to do with greater awakening, with a larger kind of collective shift um, towards more compassion and well-being in ourselves and in the world, and that you're someone who really is on some kind of spiritual journey, whether or not you would name it that doesn't really matter, but you're someone who's here to grow in your life. You're not someone who's here to go to sleep. So... My question for you really is then, what do you have to share? What is it that you accumulate so that you have enough to give? Is it knowledge? Is it particular skill? Is it resources? And remember that resources can include a lot of things, not just money. Resources can also include food that you grow in your garden or time that you have to take care of some kids or to help someone out. Um, what do you have to give? The ways that you give in the world are opportunities for joy. They're opportunities for you to enter into this new sphere of social existence that I'm talking about. 
When you feel excited and empowered and adept at whatever it is that you know brings value into the world in the in the the skills or the means that you find of personal value, then you can give that. You can give that to other people. You can find ways to make uh, whatever it is that you love accessible to others. And so this is some of the shift that I'm talking about from a scarcity mindset into an abundance mindset. Like how do we unwrap ourselves from the dysfunction of um, a capitalist economy and the thing that that economy or that mindset does to our spirits and to our souls to separate us from each other, to convince us of scarcity in the world, to put us all on these little treadmills where we're running, running, running for our own survival all of the time. And it feels hard for a lot of people to just relapse, um, to be in relationship and to appreciate what's already there. So you can engage yourself with this by simply opening up by giving what you have to give, by seeing the ways that you have adopted ideas about limitation and self-sacrifice that have made giving or offering into something that may be synonymous with depletion. Um, You can heal by giving and by recognizing the ways that generosity has been... um, kind of delegated into certain modes by popular culture. It's like there are certain ways that people give, but many ways that people um, don't, that they keep for themselves, that they're scared, that they, they clutch or can't let go. So this is an invitation to start looking at the ways that you are fearful of letting go, that if you have fear of sharing, um, and then to consider how to open up, how to live into a deeper state of an abundance mindset. These are. This is also an invitation for you to really come into a space of gratitude and recognition for what it is that you have and what it is that you value and to let more of that in. And the giving and the letting in can actually be the same thing. So as you enter into 2019, think about it. What kind of energy do you want to be spreading in the world? What does that energy feel like? And tangibly, what can it look like? And then start to put these ideas into action. 2019 is a good year for experimentation. It's a year when new patterns are beginning to uh, emerge um, for a lot of people and definitely for you. I think that over the course of this year and next year, there will definitely be a lot of changes um, for you that I hope lead you into a greater space of fun and well-being, where you feel that you can give time and attention to what is really exciting and um, generative for you, and that you feel that as you pay attention to these places in your life, there's actually a benefit that ripples out into the world, that the more that you give to yourself in the ways that really support your deep happiness that your deep happiness then becomes a gift and that you're excited to give what you have in the world. And this just kind of becomes an echo chamber of generosity. 
that would be my hope for you. Um, so over the course of 2019, there are a couple of periods of time called Mercury retrograde. And these are times when um, you're definitely supported to slow down and to remain with any issues that are arising or emerging at that time. Uh, for you, the month of March is going to be, um, well, first of all, it's your birthday month. So it's a good time for reflection anyway. And this March is a time for you to really relax your brain and relax your ideas about who you are. Again, you're changing. The idea of who you are can change. And you really want to open up to what I'm going to call a greater integration with your soul. So your personality lives here on earth and then your soul is this massive, timeless, ageless being that is learning throughout the ages and throughout the cosmos. And whatever experiences your personality is having here on earth, um, you're ready to now be more integrated with your soul and with this kind of spiritual calling. So over the course of March, please give yourself time to dream, to be creative, to pray and meditate and really connect deeply with yourself. Um, in the month of July, this is a wonderful time for you to reflect and um, give a lot of attention to your creative practices. So anything that you do and you love it, any hobbies, um, sports you play, pastimes, it's going to be the middle of the summer. It's a great time to take some time from work, from your jobs, from obligations, and be in a space of joyfulness. If you have children, this is also a wonderful time to spend with them. Um, basically, let yourself play. Don't be in a forward-moving, productive space. Be in a playful space. And then later in the year, when we get into November, um, you may want to give yourself a couple of weeks to reflect on your mission and your purpose and your deeper beliefs. If you can do some journaling, again, prayer, meditation, reflection inwards, this is a great time for that. If there is some kind of teaching that you want to pursue, either yourself as the teacher or a teacher who you're interested in studying with, um, November would be a wonderful time to do it. So in summary, Pisces, this is a really amazing year for you to, I think, step into a new level of awareness and awakening in yourself. And I feel that your more superficial personality is kind of dissolving a little bit, that you're no longer attached to the things that maybe drove you in the past that are more surface oriented, that really don't bring you lasting happiness. You're definitely more interested in um, touching into the parts of your being that are timeless, that are ageless, that are universal, and finding threads of commonality from that place into all of your relationships into the world around you. This is a wonderful year for spiritual practice and sacredness practices in any ways that you do them and for recognizing that energy within yourself. All right, well, I'm hoping that you have a wonderful year and wishing you all the best in 2019 and beyond.